Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Uh, I just thought it'd be a good idea to just record Mick Kids again. Yeah, we had so much fun doing it the first time. Yeah, man. I mean, first we talked for what, like 45 minutes and then just lost everything? Yeah. Of all the games that I want to talk about twice. <laughs> you know, we talked about Super Mario Brothers twice. That's true. But that's, true. that's acceptable with Super Mario Brothers. We also captured that recording twice. So. And? And we actually talked about Paperboy twice. Oh, yeah. We lost that one too. <laughs> Uh, but Paperboy, another game I could probably talk about twice. Yeah, well, we're going to have to talk about this one twice. This, <laughs> we promised this one as a Patreon pick to a person that I forgot. I'm sorry. I think it's Tom, maybe? Was it Was it Tom? You don't Are know. you making that up? <laughs> we, we, have, we don't even have any listeners named Tom, but it's cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. It's been. Yeah. It's also been like a week and a half. Since we recorded the right, first time. Right. So maybe I can think of it by the time we get on into the show. But this was a Patreon pick. I think it was a Patreon pick by Tom. So thank you, Tom, for that. And uh, I don't know. We probably had some really awesome tangents and stuff, too. I think we yeah. went on a nice, good, long rant for Dude Vanderhoff and at loss, too. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I do remember we talked about mcdonald's being so popular not just in a as fast food but i mean really has marketed a whole line for itself i mean you know there were mcdonald's toys mcdonald's action figures from like just the action figures not like happy meal toys we're talking about just like action figures that are based solely on mcdonald's like grimace yeah, I guess they do have action figures, don't they? They have Grimace, they have Hamburglar, uh, Birdie. Um, you remember the Moon Man? Yeah, the Moon Man. I think I, I still have like a... Uh, he's like riding a motorcycle. Oh, I've still got the one I, where he's in the airplane. Uh, I've got the motorcycle one. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. Good times. So, what was the Moon Man? What was he? I have no oh idea. He was like Just, Ray Charles or something too, though, wasn't he? Didn't he play the yeah. piano? Yeah. I, uh, 
because for some odd reason, like Moon Man was like a ride along the same time as uh, the California Raisins. It may have been a a competitor to the California Raisins. Maybe they brought him on to to compete. Here's here's something. The uh okay, so the Moon Man was there to uh bring out for their late night Mac tonight. So I guess they uh were trying to uh appeal to a late night audience. Oh, I see. So he's like uh the David Letterman of yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. I'm watching it here on my phone and he's like he's he's pretty much singing to some fries. I can hear him. A Coke and a Big Mac. Okay, so And a chicken. Remember McDonald's used to serve a bucket of chicken? Like KFC buckets of chicken? Yes. I do not remember that. Well, I know Hardy's did, and I'm pretty sure McDonald's did as well. Huh. Serve buckets of chicken for a limited time. It's kind of like Hardy's. Hardy's used to sell like a lot of different, just like miscellaneous stuff. Like, and they're kind of starting to branch out into that again. Yeah. I, did it ever really work out for them though? In the first time, it it didn't work the first time. So I remember they, they need revamped to stick their to biscuits and gravy. Well, they revamped their menu, remember, for the thick burgers. Uh, okay, yeah, that was a winner there, though. Actually, I did like thick burgers. And they focused on the thick burger, right? They said, okay, we're going to get rid of the hot dogs. We're going to get rid of the, you know, ham sandwiches. We're going to get rid of chicken and buckets of chicken. And we're going to do thick burgers. But what I've noticed, so thick burgers came out like what, 15, 16 years ago, something like that. Something like that. Over the span of fifteen years, they've been slowly easing the other stuff back. <laughs> and now the Hardy's menu has expanded. Uh-huh. It's a little uh little cheating there. Although I will say, Hardy's, alright. I don't go there very often, but they still have a ham and cheese sandwich. I don't know, maybe they brought it back. It's delicious. Yes. Okay. It, it's one of the best things on the menu. Yeah, it ha- they have chicken tenders, which are arguably the best chicken tenders in town. Unless you're like going to the Zaxby's or something. Or, yeah, or I would agree with that. But for a decent price, they're definitely better than a McDonald's McNugget. No offense, McKids, but and they're and arguably better than chicken fries at Burger King. I those are just an abomination. That, it's those are bad. A straight abomination. <laughs> those are really bad. Yeah. Uh, but you know, so oh, and they have their grilled chicken sandwiches. Get, the, I mean, Hardee's has really good food. I mean, it's probably not good for you, but oh, it's fast food. Not that none of it's good for you. Yeah, I'd kill for some fast food right now. By the way, mm-hmm. uh. We're talking about McDonald's. We're talking about we're on a Nintendo podcast. We could talk about the Happy Meal toys. Yeah, have they come out yet? Slated to come out. They're not out yet, but I saw you got some milk. Yeah, so we're doing some traveling. Uh, This past week, went to several different states. Uh, Went to New York. Went to uh, Philadelphia. Had to go to Philadelphia and take a test. Did you pass? I won't know for eight weeks. So eight weeks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah. (laughs) Um, and then we went to the DC. The dudes will be, uh, be waiting by bated breath for those results. Yeah. Um, but anyway, during our travels, we went to McDonald's. 
got two Happy Meals, and my daughters will not drink soda of any sort, which is a good thing. Yeah, you know, nice. Uh, they are uh, they are uh, they want white milk with their Happy Meals, and so we get the milk, and the milks as I put on the Facebook group had Mario on them, but no Mario toys yet. It's still Smurfs toys. Mm. Well, if it's coming soon, then I get. I bet if they yeah, got the mean, milk. I think the the milks are a sign. Yeah, I think they have to be a sign of of toys to come. Mm -hmm. They probably had Smurf milk like a couple weeks ago. Right. They ran out of Smurf milk and they had to break out the Mario milk. Okay, we need to get onto this game or else Dude Tom, which by the way, it is Dude Tom. And Uh I I told him in the messenger, the message group that I had with him when I was asking him what game he wanted us to cover for his Patreon pick. I told him that we we're going to have to rename him Dude Tom from McDonald's, you know, because we have Dude Steven from Facebook. Ah, oh, okay. Dude Tom is apparently a big McDonald's fan. Then he's got to be Dude Tom from McDonald's. Hey, man, I'm a McDonald's fan. I love McDonald's. It's hard to beat McDonald's, really. I mean, they're very consistent. That's what I like. But anyway, I mean, we, need, we need to get onto this game. We need to get on talking about it, or else Dude Tom of McDonald's is going to kill us. But remind me tell you a tangent later in the show about a friend of mine and milk nothing gross okay. but it's uh it's good all right it's i'm looking tangent. forward to that so you got some history for us i do so mc kids is a game releases into the entertainment system by none other than virgin games yes the virgin that was the company that was a record company that was has done a lot of other stuff uh, Richard Branson, obviously the famous creator of Virgin. Mm, yeah, um, owner of Branson, Missouri. Exactly, exactly. Well, I didn't discuss this the first time we were on, we did the podcast because I, I kind of skipped over this part. But I'm, I, I, I'm going to bring it to the table now because this is somewhat controversial. Uh-oh. And... Uh, this, this is not going to set well with some of the D-patters, I can already tell. Okay? Alright. So, Virgin Group developed this game, and they developed it in the early 90s, right? So, it was developed that it was released 92, so it was had to be developed 90, 91. But then the release, Virgin actually sold Virgin Interactive to a different company. By the time this game is released. And do you want to know who that game, that company is? Nintendo. Not Nintendo. Unfortunately, it's not Nintendo. Is it LJN? It's Sega Enterprises. (gasps) No. Yes, Sega Enterprises owned uh, Virgin Interactive between the dates of 1991 and 1993. This would have fell right into this time when this game was released. Yeah. Is Dude Tom of McDonald's actually a mole? <laughs> Is he Dude Tom of Sega? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's just one of those things, I guess. It's just a parent company deal. Hey, look, best thing Sega's ever done is made Nintendo games, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually very, very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... Smartest movie they've ever got- made is start making Nintendo games. Exactly. So, what are you going to do, right? So, 
Uh, it was released in February of 1992 in North America and taken to me- uh, Tekken 2. Uh, Taken, Taken Two, yeah, Taken Two. We're start talking about Taken Two. <laughs> uh, it was taken to Europe in May of 1993 by Ocean Software, which is interesting because Virgin was a European company, yet they did not release or bring the game to Europe. Ocean did. Instead. Ocean Software. Huh. Did. And this game has been released on multiple platforms. Uh, Commodore 64, the Amiga, the Game Boy. It's been uh, released, like I said, on, on multiple different platforms. And uh, one little thing about uh, Ocean Software, they also brought us the game Robocop. Ah, uh, yes. So, we haven't talked about that one yet. Right. Uh, they had several movie licenses like Rambo, Short Circuit, Cobra, Miami Vice. And RoboCop. Hmm. So, um, those will be fun when we get to. When we get to they, they didn't do the Rambo for the NES. The first Rambo, did they? For NES? I don't think so. I, no, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to go back to that episode and listen. It was a good episode. Yeah. I think somebody should go back and yeah. listen to it. Right. So, the game was uh, released um, and was. Song by mixed uh, reception. Uh, usually, most uh, reviewers kind of gave it an average score. Um, but it was one of many fast food flavored, dare I say, <laughs> video games that were was released in the early 90s. Other noticeable ones was Chester Cheetah, Too Cool to Fool, and Cool Spot. Which was a Seven Eleven game, uh, and Seven Up. Seven <laughs> Up. No, sorry. They they sold Seven Up at Seven Eleven. They did. They still do. Hey, oh man, I know this is another tangent. I'm sorry, but uh, there was a drink that I used to drink all the time when I worked at Food City. It was in the vending machine right outside Food City. Sundrop. They still make that stuff. <gasps> no, really. I'm gasping yeah. a lot on this episode. I just I'm just so shocked at every turn. I've seen it. It's Where not. It? It's still. It's still available. It's some just not good. You don't like it. I've never had it. To be honest with you. No. Well, that, the look on your face is like I'm never trying that. It was well, like it's kind of between, a generic-looking drink. Yeah. Well, it was the taste of it was, if I recall correctly, it was a cross between Mountain Dew and Sprite, or Mountain Dew and Seven Up. There was a drink when I lived up in Tazewell. That's kind of more popular up in that area, I guess, because I don't really see it in this region. Called L81, mm, and it's, it's A L E, the number eight, with the number one. Mm. That sounds terrible. It was actually not that bad. Um, Nothing's gonna ever live up to Mountain Dew Livewire, the orange Mountain Dew. Oh man, I love it when I find that stuff. I, Drink it again. I know. I know. But so anyway, anyways, huh? So much sugar, though. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. It gives me. Headache. It's like orange soda mixed with crack. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But I did want to bring up one thing that we didn't br- that we did bring up the last time that I want to make sure we bring up, and that is something that you brought up originally. Another fast Stealing food. Stealing my glory. Game, huh? You're gonna steal my glory. 
Yeah, That's unless fine. you want to say it's the other fast food game that we talked about no, last go time. Go ahead. Sneaky King. Yeah, Sneak King, Burger King's game on 360. <laughs> that you actually could buy from Burger King for like $4. Yeah, right. But you had to order the value meal first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you ordered the value meal, then you could buy the Sneak King for like $4 from Burger King. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, did you buy that game? No, I never bought it. I, I think John did. I think Slapper Bags bought it. Oh, man. That sounds like a John move. Or he, somehow, he, somehow he acquired it, because I remember playing it. <laughs> All right, did I didn't you own MC Kids? Uh, no, I never owned MC Kids, or Mick Kids, as I like to call it. Um, I never even played it as a kid. I didn't know. I did not know that it existed. Uh, this was a, I don't know if we touched on it again in history. I may have just not been paying attention, but this was a game that was just straight up sold. Like it wasn't like the Burger King, yeah, deal where you had to go in and buy a value meal. You didn't go to McDonald's and buy a value meal and then get this game. You actually just went to the store and just bought this game. This was a game, yeah. And somehow McDonald's had just put their license on it. But again, it's kind of going back to the McDonald's was just a licensed product, like yeah. almost like you know they were selling toys. I'm sure there was clothes and hats. One thing that bothers me about this game is it MC Kids. It's MC Kids, but it does that doesn't make sense to me. Like, okay. shouldn't it be Mick Kids if it's McDonald's based? Yeah, but aren't the names of the kids? Well, we we may get to this when we get into the um, into the manual. But I think the names of the kids are M and C, like they have Mick and. No, it's it's Mick and Mac. Oh, it's Mick and Mac. Yeah, that's right. It is. I don't know where the C. I don't know why it's MC Kids because that's cool. That's a cool thing to do. But actually, yeah, if, you, I, if you really if you really study the cover, it's not MC Kids. It's M, C Kids. Yeah, that's true because there's no there's no des there's there's no uh, period after the C. Right. So it's M, C Kids. Yeah. Oh man, I'm thoroughly confused now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to call it McKids. Yeah, it should be McKids. It's McKids. As far as anyone's concerned, tonight and henceforth, it's McKids. Yeah. Uh, but no, I didn't have it as a kid. Uh, I didn't play it as a kid. I think, and I think we touched on this last time we tried to record, I'm pretty sure I got this one from that guy at UT that I mentioned mm-hmm. that sold me all his games. Yeah. Uh, I remember getting it from him. And that lot of games that I bought off of him when he was leaving the country. <laughs> but, and looking at it and thinking, what in the world is this? Because yeah. it's got the arches. And I, I had to play it once I once I noticed that I had it in this collection. And uh, Well, I thought at, there were two MCs in a microphone at first. Until mm, I saw the golden arches. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's where it's at. <laughs> uh, no, but I... I We'll get into it here in just a second, uh, what I thought about it. But yeah, I basically had to put it in right away and see what this game was all about once I found it in the collection. Because I had I'd really never heard of it. But, because um, you know, the internet nowadays, if I pick, if I had found this game in my collection, I would instantly look it up or something and mm-hmm. get the scoop on it on the internet. But this was, I don't know, this was when I was in college the first go-around. This was like 2007, 2008. I could have mm-hmm. looked it up, but it's not like I had an iPhone on me at the time. I had like a flip phone and stuff, so I wasn't really that attached to the internet back then. So, oh man, remember when the Razor was so cool? 
I think that's probably what I had. Wasn't that around 2007-ish? Oh, yeah. You remember, like, when the internet first came to phones, and it was, like, flip phones, and it was so basic? And you really, you couldn't go on just, like, any website. I remember spending a bunch of money on accident, (laughs) because... I would always accidentally hit the button that would send you to like the internet or like the, uh, they had like little stores on the phone or whatever mm-hmm, where you could right. buy things. And I would always get my bill and it would be like, you were on the internet and 300 kilobytes of data. And which is nothing, but for some reason, 300 kilobytes was like $30 back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh man, I, I saw this picture the other day that was like, these these men were moving this giant thing. It was like the size of like, you know those like porta potties that are like handicapped. They're big, like the handicapped porta potties. Yeah, I think so. Like something that size. So basically, the height of a porta potty maybe about three or four porta potties wide. Okay. I like to use measurements in porta potties. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, of course, like everybody. Right. And so it's that big, and they're like moving it, and it was like the caption was like, "This is what twelve megabytes looked like in 1970. <laughs> twelve megabytes, not gigabytes, not terabytes. This is just yeah, mm-hmm. megabytes. Uh, so, funny. so uh, I guess we should just talk about this game. And to kickstart our conversation about this game, I think we should go to the manual. Yes. So let's do. I'm not going to be able to show it to you, which actually this is also a good time to let everybody know that I'm pretty sure, and I'm not 100% sure on this, but it's definitely not happening this episode. I think the behind the scenes videos are going away. Um, and if you're one of the Patreon people, supporters who are donating to us at that amount, we'll figure something out for you, something different, something better maybe. But uh, it's just a lot of extra effort for a couple of people to watch and it's just really not worth it. And that's pretty much the entire reason that my computer crashed and lost the episode last time. So I think Justin and I have decided that it's just not worth it to keep trying to put out the behind the scenes videos, at least not with old hardware like we have. Um, yeah. And especially now we got the mixer and we probably gonna be able to put episodes out faster than we were before. If it all works out, if not, we may right. have to go back and we may start going back to behind the scenes videos. But for now, uh, we're cutting those out. So sorry to anyone who, uh, you know, lived and died by our behind the scenes videos. All one of you, two of you, maybe. I think it's Andy. Andy, do you still do you still watch those? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think he does. All right, all right. Moving on. The manual. All right, I got it pulled up here. Oh, you got it. Right. I'm going to follow. You're going to follow. Okay. Where do you want to start? Story. I'm looking at the cover, and the other side says Emu Movies. Yeah, I think that's a... Uh, I don't know if that's a sticker on this person's... Uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe it's where he rented it. Yeah, he bought it. that or that's the website that originally scanned it in, maybe? Yeah. But it sounds to me like it, uh, Emu Movies probably is a movie rental place, which is cool. It, somebody out there in podcast land to let us know did you ever rent a game or a movie from emu movies yeah is it just a bunch of ostrich looking things in there just like handing out dvds <laughs> yeah yeah uh, all right anyway 
<laughs> that joke would you like really, would really you like flat. some emu oils? That was a big deal back in early two thousands, wasn't it? Yeah. Emu oils. Oh yeah. People love that stuff. Now it's essential oils. Yep. Alright. Story. If I do say so myself. While spending the night in their tent, Mick and Mac decided to read about Ronald's adventures. One sunny day, while Ronald McDonald is performing magic tricks at a picnic, the Hamburglar <laughs> runs off with Ronald's bag of magic. The Hamburglar is hiding in the worlds of McDonald land. The MC kids must collect the puzzle cards for each level to track down the Hamburglar and return the bag of magic to Ronald McDonald. Keeping them from their quest is a variety of unique creatures sent by the Hamburglar to keep the bag of magic to himself. They must hurry before they are too late. Mick and Mac went to sleep and were magically transformed into the MC Kids. Being Ronald's friends, they want to catch the Hamburglar just as much as you do. Okay, a couple problems already. Okay. The Hamburglar actually steals the bag of magic, right? That's it's not Dream World Hamburglar, right? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't know. this is okay. Okay, Hamburglar steals the bag from Ronald McDonald. Yeah. And then the kids go to sleep. Right. And then go try to find the Hamburglar. Right. That makes no sense. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how they, they have to go into, they have to go to sleep and, to, and if they want to be the MC kids. And they're okay. not going to be Ronald's friends unless they're MC kids. And also, I like the fact that there's been a theft. All right, let's go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, you know how the Power Rangers have to do that stupid morphin' time thing? I don't like, refer to it as stupid, but yeah. right. I know what you're saying. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think we discussed last episode that I wasn't really into Power Rangers. But anyways. Uh... The, uh, you know, you got me off a train. Okay, so the Power Rangers have to do the move to. Well, anyways, the MC <laughs> kids, they have to go <laughs> sleep, right? If they want to mm-hmm. transform into their, uh, little chubby selves. <laughs> yeah. Which they're pretty, they're a little chubby. But it's, well, it's McDonald's, come on. Yeah. At least McDonald's is being honest with everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, these kids love McDonald's. Um, they got a little bit of belly. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, comes with the territory. Yeah. All right. So the manual does actually have two periods. And it tells you insert the MC kids. That's pronounced MC kids. Like E M C E E kids. Wow. It does. It does tell you that. It tells you that it is MC kids. It is not McKids. Nope. Not McKids. Okay. So we've been saying it wrong for a while. Although it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Um, but you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> it makes no... <laughs> okay. Nobody ever said this game had to make sense. Yeah. Alright, that's the that's the juicy part. That's the juicy part. I guess we can describe how the game works. Um, oh, wait, we got to describe what? Mick and Mac first. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is cracking me up okay. here. Mac, half of the dynamic team that is MC Kids... Mac loves to adventure through McDonald. Mick, the other half of this lovable pair. Mick can't wait to return Ronald's bag of magic. 
and they're <laughs> very uh, racially diverse duo. Yeah, but here's the problem. Forward thinking for McDonald's here. He got it, on getting started. Okay, oh, it says we're going if back you, to getting started. Sorry. Here, if you choose to play a one-player game, you may play either Mick or Mac. Jump up and touch the Mick Macker. To change between Mick and Mac. What's the Mac Macker? It's the thing that changes you between Mick and Mac. Duh. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I got to get the Mick Macker out. Yeah. You can do that mid-game, too. I don't know if you noticed, like, in the bonus. I think it's, like, the bonus stage, like a secret room or something. I don't know. It's been a week and a half. And get your Mick Macker out. I think you can just break out the Mick Macker and switch, switch it back and forth. <laughs> okay. Who's your favorite, Mick or Mac? Mac. Racist. What? I don't even know which one that is, but I just whichever word, whichever one you said, I was just going to call you a racist. All right, fine. Fine, my favorite's Mac. Then that's who I said. Oh, then mine's Mick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So this game, um, it's mm, it's basically a cross between Super Mario Brothers three uh, and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, it's it. very similar to Mario Brothers 3. Like even the map layout and the game the the levels are are very aesthetically similar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. To to Super Mario Brothers 3. I wouldn't say that it plays a lot like Super Mario Brothers 3. No, it plays Super- like I said, I think it plays more like Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Um that's Not as a, good as either one of those games though, in my opinion. Say what? Not as good as either one of those games, either, in my opinion. Just to be blunt about it. Yeah, yeah. I, not as good, sure. I, I would say not as good. Oh, wait, apparently the Micmacker is a moon-shaped square. Ah. It's Mac. Well, like the Moon Man we talked about earlier. Yeah. He's the Micmacker. Moon Ma- the Moon Man changes you. Yeah. The Moon Man is the Micmacker. Say that yeah, one, ten times fast. One thing, when you first start playing this game, all right, so you got your, you, you've used your Micmacker, you got your player, and you get into the first stage of the game. And, you, and the game has these kind of, you know, screenshots. Uh, it, it, this one really caught my eye because this is something that I've not talked about a lot, uh, certainly not on, not on the podcast. But uh, he says... In this first little uh, cutscene, Ronald was showing off his magic bag at a picnic in the meadow. Okay. Now, last time I showed my <laughs> magic bag at a picnic in a meadow, things got. Look. Let's just say police were involved. I remember huh? that day. I remember that day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was something you can do. Ronald McDonald gets away with it. Yeah, Ronald gets away with a lot of things that a normal man can't. Yeah, like getting kids to get in a zipper. What? (laughs) (laughs) This game, at the end of a lot of levels, you have to go into a zipper. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Get your mind out of a gutter. Well, you just talked about a a magic bag (laughs) at the park. And when, if I recall, that was a pretty gutter-filled day when you take the magic <laughs> bag out. 
<laughs> then, uh, you know, <laughs> I just, you know, it's sad that you that you just broke the hearts of all the D-batters are saying that we're not going to have these videos because your face, when I said <laughs> gets kids to go in a zipper, was pretty priceless. Well, I just have to imagine it at this point. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Maybe one day we'll figure it out. But anyways. All right. So let's talk about the game. All right. So there's the picking up of the squares is both kind of a good thing, and then it gets a little annoying at last towards once you get deeper into the game. Yeah. One interesting thing is, you know, when you pick the squares up and you get that little dotted line, you actually have to put the square in that dotted line square mm-hmm. so that you can jump on the square. Yeah, I thought they don't cool. actually automatically put that there. There's some cool mechanics in this game. I like the fact that it's um, open-ended. I mean, you can go to any level you want. Within, Well, you have to unlock the worlds, but within the worlds, you can go to whatever level you want. And then you just have mm-hmm. to collect these cards. You have to collect enough cards to get on, move on to the next level, or move on to the next world. That's kind of how the game works. So you right. go into this world, you collect all the cards that will open up the next world, uh, but within that, you don't have to go level to level like one, two, three, four. You can go wherever you want and just collect cards, which also means, at least for me, there was a little bit of backtracking. Where like if I did, if I missed a card, I had to go back to a level I've already played. Mm-hmm. Which the levels are short enough to where I, that was okay for me. I mean, I was okay with that. I, what I wasn't okay with were like the floaty, slidey mechanics of the character. Like I really did not like the phys- physics of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it was about it. It's just the, the way he controlled and the way he slid around on the ground and the you're, floaty you're, jump. Yeah, I just well, did not. I just was not a fan. Specifically with the jumps, I felt like it was a Super Mario Brothers three with Super Mario Brothers two jumping mechanics. Yeah, kind of. Yes, because you kind of float. Yeah, like you do in Super Mario Brothers two. But so you, I you thought that. Have, I felt like I still didn't have a whole lot of control of my character while I was in the air. Like you would in, yeah. say, Mario. Yeah. And then, and, and you got to find these squares, like you mentioned, or the puzzle pieces. And they're not obviously laid out. Like, these are not easy to find puzzle pieces in many instances. No, some of them are pretty tricky. And, uh, which, you know, adds an, another dynamic to the game. Um, you know, I compare it to, like, you know, one of the most annoying uh, levels for me, or stars, I guess I should say, in like uh, Super Mario 64, was find the eight red coins. Because it just drove me nuts. Because mm-hmm. there's always one that you just couldn't find. And I think there are similarities to that in this game. Because there's just puzzle pieces that were almost impossible to find. Yeah, you're And if you didn't like have the internet, Mario. you're probably not going to find them. Or I wouldn't have found them. Yeah. As a kid. You're talking like Mario 64 Mario, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you on that one. Uh, but that's kind of part of the fun, I guess, this game. Yeah. I could see, this is like a, this is a really good game for, say, a nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. Somebody who wouldn't care to take that time to keep searching around cause for the puzzle pieces and stuff. This game also isn't very hard as far as the difficulty of jumping over guys and hit, throwing them, hitting them with blocks and stuff. If 
felt like that was pretty easy. Finding the puzzle pieces sometimes was tricky, but uh, really, th I didn't really die a lot. I just kind of was lost sometimes. The other thing is, yeah. I think it's kind of cool, the picking up the blocks and stuff. You can actually throw them in different ways, which is kind of neat. You can throw them below mm -hmm. you, or you can throw them, make them bounce. And, um, I wasn't very good at it, necessarily, but I, it was neat that you could do different types of throws and stuff with the boxes. And one thing I liked about it, going back to kind of the interesting mechanics of the box, is so when you flipped upside down, because this game also you can play upside down in many instances. You have to play upside down. Right. And when you picked up a block, it would actually make you jump lower. You're actually jumping higher off of uh -huh. what you're standing on, but it's lower onto the screen. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice that until. We did the podcast last time and tried to record this, and you, and you mentioned it. But yeah, that is pretty neat. How like and when you when you jump with a block in your hand, you don't quite jump as high, just like a lot mm -hmm. of games do. But if you jump with a block in your hand when you're upside down, you actually jump higher. Right. Right. Respectively to the direction you're in, you know what I mean? Because of gravity. I uh, I will say this, um, though. This is going to be my first complaint about the game. Is you don't know what's below you in a lot of instances that you're upside down or when you're standing yeah. up on something and you kind of really don't have anywhere to go. You have to just jump, right? And when right. you jump, you don't know what's really below you. So it kind of takes a lot of trial and error of just jumping and trying to figure out where you're supposed to land. So this is a game that you really have to know. You have to learn the level very well. Yeah, that kind of leads into another one of my problems that I have with the game. Mm -hmm. In that I don't like the um, like the zoomed-in view. Like this game kind of zooms in on the character a little bit. Right, exactly. Which means you lose a lot of the periphery of the level. So you don't see what's coming up next as, as much as you would in, say, like a Mario or something. Right. So, so unless you play this game over and over and really memorize kind of where things are, you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a kind of a frustrating thing. It kind of leads to a point where you, this is a hard game to just pick up and play. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can see that. But yeah, that was, that was also kind of one of my complaints too, was the zoomed-in view where you couldn't really see what was going on. I'll say this. It would be a hard game to rent over the weekend and beat. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of what you want sometimes. In some cases, though, right? You don't want to... If you're going to buy the game, you don't well, want to buy a game that you can just beat in a weekend. There is McDonald's maniacal genius again. Yeah. Just Not like, only do they make their Big Macs so tasty, they make their games... Yeah. Where you have to get a buy them. Yep. Yep, and just like a Big Mac, if you get it on a Friday, it'll last you all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> In one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. All right, uh, well, let's see. What did you think about the graphics of the game? I thought the graphics were really, really good. You know, the thing is, as far as, like, the backgrounds and the actual levels... They're real similar to Super Mario Bros. 3, so it's kind of almost like I'm looking at it and I'm thinking it's Mario Bros. 3. I like Super Mario Bros. 3, so I like this. 
Um, yeah. The sprites were pretty well done. All the all the the bad guys, um, they had a lot of detail. I thought so. I thought the graphics were actually pretty good. Yeah, not bad. They are like you said. It kind of has a similar look to Mario. Uh, unfortunately, if I do, if I think about it that way, I compare it to Mario, and then it's lacking. You know what I mean? But sure. Compared to just your generic, regular NES game, that's not made by Nintendo or Konami or Capcom, you know what I mean? Uh, not bad, really. Uh, I like the fact that the little guy, when he picks up a block, his belly shows because his shirt comes up. Like, that's a nice <laughs> yeah. little touch because you know they had to add a little splash of color in, a, in an area where it normally wasn't, right? They had to add that skin color. Even though they already had it for the faces, they had to add that to make it look like his little shirt was coming up. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and you're right, the enemy designs are interesting, uh, but they look good, so... I really did not like the backgrounds at all, though, myself. I thought they were kind of bland. And it may just yeah. be because it was zoomed in like like it was, like we were talking about earlier, but I was not. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to them. But that being said, not bad. What about the uh, sound and the music? I thought the sound and the music wasn't bad, actually. I thought that was pretty good. I really I mean, like the tunes in this game. I, I, yeah. I do. I don't know if you can hear them. I don't know if I'm doing this mixer him. right, but have we been I hearing hear. them the whole time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. All right. Uh, but no, I really like the I like the tunes in this game. It's it's not the category like we've talked many times before of popping them in my CD player and jamming on the way to work or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but for this game, playing the game, it's not something I turned off. I, I really enjoyed the the happy-go-lucky feel of the tunes, you know what I mean? They really right. felt like a couple kids high on Big Macs. That's right, man. High on Big Macs in life. Yep. And sleepy times. Yeah. That's all I feel like doing after I eat a Big Mac is just laying down and dying. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how long it's been since I've actually had a Big Mac? I think it's been maybe two or three years since I've actually. Oh had man, you haven't had the Grand Mac then? No, I haven't had it. It's delicious. Well, it's just a Big Mac. It's just bigger. Just a big Big Mac. Yeah. Why didn't they call it the Big Big Mac? I don't know. It would have been. I think that would have been better. I think so too. They should have called it the Big Big Mac. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, that's. I think we've sufficiently covered that game, right? Yeah. What do you think about the difficulty of the game? Too difficult? Too easy? Just right? I think it's just right. I think it's alright. I mean, I feel like this game is not really geared towards adults. Or even teenagers. I feel like it's geared more towards the older kid. Like the 9, 10, 11 year old kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... With that being said, I think the difficulty is perfect. For me, um, I didn't play it long enough to beat it because I kind of got bored with it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for me, the difficulty was a little bit on the easy side. But it's just a matter mm-hmm. of finding those cards, you know? Right. As long as you can right. find the cards, that was really all there was to it. Oh, speaking of, though, I did find it very odd that you could find the cards that were not for the next world, but from another world. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you have, uh, yeah. To, you have to find the cards for the world you're in to get out of it to go to the next one. But you in the world you're in, you could find cards for another world instead of the right. one you're in. So I thought that was a little strange. Yeah. Hey, uh, what do you get if you play the Monopoly game at McDonald's for 30 days straight? A bellyache. <laughs> Hard attack. But yeah, same thing. <laughs> All right. Hey, why is your mom like a Big Mac? I don't know. I can't say that. That's so mean. I didn't read the answer before, uh, <laughs> <laughs> before, before I asked you that. And I like your mom, so I'm not, I'm not going to okay, agree Okay, well, go ahead. I'll, why, go ahead. Just, no, I want to know no, how the joke is. Okay, well, let me, let me rephrase it then. Why, why is Nick Stevens' mom like a Big Mac? <laughs> God. Why? <laughs> no, it's just so mean. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, alright, alright. Why is, uh, why is, like, it doesn't have to be a mom, right? Who's somebody really fat? So we can just, so I can just tell this joke without feeling bad. <laughs> somebody really fat. Why is Honey Boo Boo's mom? Okay, Honey Boo Boo's Like mom. a big. Why is Honey Boo Boo's mom like a Big Mac? Why? Because she's so full of fat and only worth a buck. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrong. Oh, that's wrong. That's great. Oh, all right. Sorry, I was reading some of these jokes. All right, so yeah. what about um, retrofitted trophies? Got a few. Do you? All right, I'll let you start it off. All right, my first one is really a puzzle now, and that is beat Ronald's clubhouse level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Putting all the puzzles together. All right, uh, mine is bag of magic, more like a bag of crap and that is realizing that you have to fight the bag of magic. Because don't you at the end of the game have to... I, I looked it up because I didn't beat it. Yeah. But at the end of the game, you actually have to fight the bag of magic. <laughs> and right. That was a very bad rhyme. I was trying to rhyme crap in there somehow. Yeah. 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 That's something Carl would do. That's, that's, yeah, really, was... that's really unlike me. I'm sorry. All right. I'm uh, off the rails Ryan, uh, after these jokes. Next one. Okay, that I tried. Huh? I'm, I'm a little off the rails after the jokes. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. It's got you flustered. Uh, where's the Moon Man? And that is Beat Cosmic's Retreat. Because where is the Moon? This is right. This is where the Moon Man should be. This is the perfect game for the Moon Man to be in. Yeah. Right. And he's he not could, there. Instead of the kids, it could be the Moon Man. Right. And he's not there. Okay. Um, mine is called Where the Onion Rings for two reasons. One, why has McDonald's never served onion rings? I know that's not a trophy at all, but I'm just curious why they've never sold onion rings. Right. They don't know. Good question. And then two, um, because, I don't know. I don't have any trophies tonight. Sorry. All right. I'm just being honest. I like it. I like it. <laughs> just I'm, making, you making need to get to the bottom of the onion rings thing. Yeah, I feel like we should. Maybe Ronald... And I don't like McDonald's onions on their hamburgers either. Can I just say that? Yeah, I don't, well, I don't like onions in general, but... Uh, but, you know, I, I like... My onions need to be a little bit cooked, right? But, like, McDonald's puts onions on there that are, like, the rawest of onions they can put behind. Right? Yeah. You know, like, you go to get a crystal... 
and you know the onions have been steamed, and I can handle those onions, right? Soggy onions, good soggy right. onion. But those McDonald's onions are strong. They're always been strong. I can't handle. Yeah, I don't know, man. Hey, in lieu of since I didn't come up with any trophies, and I apologize. I, mainly, I just want to apologize for Tom for not coming up with any trophies. Um, since I didn't come up with any trophies, I, I'll just give a joke, another joke out anytime you want. I've got a, I've got a goal list here. They're great. All right, I'm going to finish with my last trophy. And then I get to do another joke. Can I do a joke before you do your last trophy? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, how did the hamburger introduce his wife? Now. Meet Patty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's also how Doug Bunny made, introduced his wife. Yeah, meet Patty. Uh, okay. The floor is lava. The floor is lava. And that is beat the hamburger's hideout level. It's all lava. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't say these were good drugs. I didn't make it that far. No, that, no, that's good. I like that one. Alright. How do you want to rate this game? Hmm. That's McDonald's a good menu item? That's kind of a gimme, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good one, though. I, I really... I really think we should rate that, just because even though it's a gimme, I think that's a perfect perfect way to describe Or we could just save McDonald's menu item for our next game. <laughs> I do want to do that sometime. Let's save it for next week. All right, all right. Uh, instead, uh, let's... Um... A rap duo. Yes, yes. Because we got MC, MC yeah, Kids. Yeah, 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 perfect. Rap duo. All right, you, yeah. go, you go first. Um, I'm going to go with... Crisscross, because mm. they're kids. And they're totally crossed out. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, they were kind of like, this game's kind of like something that was maybe popular back in the day, but not so much. They don't really hold over. They don't have any, you know, there's nothing like, when people talk about classic NES games, this game does not come up. Crisscross does not come up as one of the best rap groups of all time. But they were they, they were pretty popular at the time, right? Are you sure? No, they're not. They're not in the top rap groups all the time. Just what about duos? One of them's dead. What? Right now. Really? Which one? One of them had like, one of them had like a disease. Oh, wow, that's sad. Yeah, I have to look it up. But uh, anyway. Okay. Um. All right, I got uh, no. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, Jay Z and Kanye West. Um, because it's a very unlikely duo. You wouldn't have expected them to uh-huh. come out with a, a, together, um, but they did, and they had a song. It was all right. Then they had other songs that weren't very good. And I feel like that's kind of how I felt about this game. I was like, I'd be playing it, I'd be like, it's all right, and then I'd be playing it some more, and be like, this is nah, it's not that good, and then I'd be playing, it, I'd be playing it some more, and I'd be like, yeah, it's all right. Never was I really blown away. Yeah. Um, but And it's also kind of like... I'm, I'm trying to think of other games that Virgin Interactive made, but it's kind of like taking two things and putting them together, one that I really like and one that I don't really care for all that much, but don't also have a strong opinion about. Jay-Z, I really like. I like his music. It's good stuff. Mm. Kanye, I don't really like, but I don't really have a strong opinion about. I feel like it's like McDonald's really like... Virgin, don't really know, don't really care for. Put them together, make a game. Here's the thing about Kanye. 
This is my this is my opinion about Kanye. Okay. He, Wait. He, 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 he. he <laughs> I think his music's good. I like his music. Yeah. His personality's terrible. I get it. But I also think the personality is part of an act. Like I don't think that Kanye is really that ridiculous. You know, it's so narc. He's so narcissistic. It's over the top. Mm. Like it's like you're really not. I can see you that. really can't be that. Way way you know right right no i, I get so. that i get that still doesn't make so. me like him anymore yeah but i'm just saying like his, to his me music, it's just like it's part of his act and i feel like his music is i feel like it's all right i mean it's all right yeah. said, but I I mean, it's not like it. not blowing me away but i could listen, if somebody had it on somebody was playing that one where it, it he talks about the things and stuff you know mm-hmm. about being a gold digger or something in that one of his songs yeah yeah that's all right Kind of like Virgin Interactive. It's all right. Uh, Chris Kelly, well, one of the members of uh, Chris Cross, died at the age of 34 in 2013 of a possible drug overdose. No, mm. actual drug overdose. <laughs> <laughs> possible drug No, actual drug overdose. Yeah. So, What's I thought difference? he had some kind of disease, but apparently not. He just toadied. Well, some, some would say drug addiction is a disease. Well, it is, and I'm one of those people. There you go. So he did die of a disease. Well, complications of a disease. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Why am I laughing at that? I don't know. know. (laughs) Maybe because it's almost midnight? I don't know. Uh, We do have to say how much is this game worth and, no, how much does this game go for and is it worth it? All right, so between about $15 and $30. It's not a cheap one. Mm. Wow. I'd have to say no to this then. I can't see this being worth fifty three dollars. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah, I think even on the low end, fifteen, I'd be hard pressed to yeah. argue buying this game. Unless it's, uh, you know, we've said this many times before. Unless it's just one you need for your collection, or if you got some nostalgia for it, or if you're just a huge McDonald's fanatic or something. Then. Yeah, which maybe Tom is. Maybe, dude, Tom of McDonald's. Yeah. From McDonald's, of McDonald's, works at McDonald's. I don't know. I don't know. T- Tom, let us know. Uh, we may have been very um, wishy-washy on the game itself, but we're not wishy-washy on McDonald's. So yeah, I'm we're all, we're big all in. Fan. All in on McDonald's. So. Slapper bags used to work for McDonald's. That's true. He did. Mm-hmm. He also worked uh, for Subway and a gas station. All in the same, like, five-mile radius, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when there was a Pacity working at two gas stations across the street from Yeah, (laughs) that was, like, the greatest moment of my life. (laughs) John, uh, Slapper Bags and Slapper Bags' brother both worked at gas stations, and they were across the, like, four-lane highway from each other. (laughs) It was awesome. Yeah. And John, the McDonald's that he worked at, was attached to the gas station that he worked at, like, the following year. So like he, he worked at McDonald's and then he just like walked 10, 10 paces over and worked at the BP, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. I never got the story of that. Did he get a raise for going to the BP or did he just want to go to are the they BP? Owned, are they owned by the same people? Like does the McDonald's and the BP gas station, are they owned by the same like franchise owner or something? I, mean, I don't know. They can just move him over. 
or did he quit McDonald's and then walk <laughs> over and fill out an application at the BP? I mean, <laughs> that would be great if he next just like, turned in his. Next episode, or, we need to ask him. Next time we have maybe, him on. Maybe he got a job at the gas station and then walked over and quit the McDonald's. It's yeah. like, yeah, I found a new job. And then just walked <laughs> over and started working. <laughs> and then he, and then all his coworkers and stuff had to see him over there. And he just flip them off. I don't know what he'd do. Yeah. No, he wouldn't do that. He's, he's good. No, no, no. Okay, so let's see. What else we got on our agenda? That's, uh, we got feedback. Do you want to do... All right, so we can do feedback for this episode. We can do feedback um, on the voicemail calls. We can do I got we got a new iTunes review. I may be able to pull that up. Uh, well, I had this pulled up, but uh, of course I go to my phone and it's now gone. So give me just a second, and I get it pulled back up. All right, I will try to pull some up too. Do I need to go to the voicemails now that we have this all hooked up and ready to go while you look up the feedback? I feel like I'm close, but go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to voicemails then. We've got a bunch. Um, Dude Vanderhoff left some, and then I think he's defected over to, or defected, defected over to the the Genesis Gems now. Oh, no. uh, but I'm going to play his call anyways. So his first call, uh, I guess I'll play. I did listen to them. He, he sent two calls back to back. The first one's funny because he's in the cold and it's the wind is blowing and he, but it's hard to really understand. But just know that it was funny because it was like twenty. <laughs> it was like twenty two degrees and freezing cold and he was trying to leave a voicemail, but it was all windy and you couldn't really hear what he's saying. So that's the preface to his actual call. Here and here it is. Hey, two dudes, dude Vanderhoff here. Let's try this again, because man, I don't know if you guys are gonna be able to hear the last message I left, because it is freaking cold. I can hardly feel my hands. I should have put my gloves on. <laughs> Anyways, I'm rambling on, kind of like a tangent from your show. Anyways, I've been meaning to call since December episode. I hope you screen this, because if this is a duplicate message, you got to edit one of these out. <laughs> I did, don't worry. And just got busy, never did it. January came, never did it. So like, I got like two seconds, I'll do it now. Here you go, hope everything's going well. Can't wait for more episodes. Can't wait to listen to all your tangents. Can't wait to uh, obliterate them on... Uh, Facebook and go to two dude, two dudes traders. All right, I'll leave a better message next time. See ya. We played it, Chris. Sorry it took so long. Thanks for the call. Um, you said you had two seconds, but it looks like you had about a minute and five seconds. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah turns out. All right, here's one from Bert. Hey, dudes, Bert the Stormtrooper. How's it going? So, uh, nurse, RN, doctor, talk, all that good stuff. Uh, RN and a doctor. Hey, just, <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt there, Bert. Um, Google voicemail message system, you know, that gives you mm-hmm. text. And what he said was, you know, nurse going to a doctor, something like that. You know, he's trying, he's, he's, he's about to elaborate on that because I think his wife actually did that. But um, what Google said was, 
Bert the Stormtrooper here. How to go from nurse to taco. It's not my it's not my burrito, it's my taco. (laughs) Yeah. All right, here we go. Arthur, you can be both. Uh my wife is currently in RN going back to school uh to become a nurse practitioner. Uh did I say RN and a doctor? I meant the nurse practitioner and a doctor. You can be both. Uh anyway. Yeah, my wife's in RN. She's going back to school uh, to become a nurse practitioner. However, uh, she is going for the eight-year program uh, in which she's going to be getting a doctorate in nursing. So she will be a doctor, and she will also be a nurse practitioner. Uh, like and I Bert. think I'm just going to quit work and stay at home because she's going to make so much money. I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad. Um, yeah, the kids will be gone in, in college, but I'm just going to be a stay-at-home dad. Why not? Stay-at-home play Nintendo. Be. Anyway, dudes, love the show. Keep them coming. Um, thanks for having me on a couple more ago. And, uh, yeah, that's it. But the Stormtrooper, out. Hey, he added the little Stormtrooper noise. <laughs> did we have that conversation or something? Yeah, we did. Because I think I, I think I was talking to you about, I guess we were talking about it on the show. I don't, I thought we were talking about it off the show. But anyways, we were talking about how uh, a friend of mine was a nurse practitioner and was going to be a doctor, and I was asking you if she could do that. Not a friend of mine, a daughter of a friend of mine. But anyways, it was, I was asking if she could do that without going back to the entire doctor school. And you said she, mm-hmm. you thought she had to go back to the entire doctor school. I think Bert has you on a technicality in that she's getting a doctorate in nursing, which yeah. means she is going to be a doctor, but not in the way that I thought I was asking you. So Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I but get he, it. He got you. He got you. He got it out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here's one from Dude Andy. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dude Andy with the guarantee. You know that's right. Come on down and check out the Two Dudes Traders Facebook group. I uh, hear we got a good special going on on that Milan Secret Castle. Uh, yeah, you can check that one out. You are going to need the Nintendo Power for that one, because you know what? That one is just messed up beyond belief. But you can come on down to Two Dudes Traders, and you can ask Dude Andy for the guarantee. I'm sure he's got an extra copy or two. But yeah, you definitely need the Nintendo Power. That one does not come with the game. You're going to have to find that one yourself. But come on down to Two Dudes Traders. You're going to find it there. Later. I love how Andy made that sound like, uh... Like he was selling a car, but like it mm-hmm. didn't come with the stereo or something. It's like, yeah. Oh, now you are going to have to get a stereo. This one does. This model does not come with a stereo. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. All right, I have. Let's see. I have one, two, three, four, five more. What time is it? Twelve three. All right, we've already gone an hour. So, Josh, and. Uh, couple other people we'll we'll play you next time josh's are kind of long he's actually telling us some pretty cool information that i don't want to lose but i think we're running long on this episode so we'll save you josh for next time don't get mad josh witt uh we will save you for next time and don't you know i know you're genesis gym sometimes and you haven't been on our show other than the uh, turtle flakes crossover but you know don't don't just Throw all your love to the Genesis Gems, Josh. That's right. I appreciate That's the right. calls. We're going to play them next time. Yeah. All right. Ready for some Facebook feedback? I'm ready for Facebook feedback. All right. Stephen Michael said, It's a very good game, surprisingly. 
Who says fast food restaurants can't make good video games? It may not be as good as Super Mario Bros. 3, but it is worth playing. Time to go get a Big Mac. The subliminal arches have me. Uh, Chad McCall says, Confession? I liked it. But then it was by Virgin. And back then, you buy Bur- Virgin and be pretty sure it was going to be a good game. Nick Mellon says, I suspect they're the same game, and he had a picture. It says, uh, here's my PAL copy. So he's got the European copy there. Isn't it called McDonald Land or something like that? It's called McDonald Land, but apparently it is the same game, though. Cool. Um, Chris Vanderhoff says, oh, man, this is one of them underrated games. I was very surprised at how good this game is, and it is very fun to play. I quote-unquote beat this game about nine years ago. I've beat in quotes because right after I beat the end guy, the game froze. Therefore, I didn't see the ending. I was super pissed after playing for about five straight hours from having this happen. This is in no way a reflection of this super game. I definitely recommend it. Uh, Side note, is the P word a family-friendly word or not? I thought about spelling it out, (laughs) but I just went with it. I didn't know. Uh, I guess we'll just see what happens. Ask, ask Rob Luther. Is he is he retired? Is uh, he back? I don't know. If he's not retired, then he might drop the hammer on us. Uh, okay. We'll see what okay. happens. We'll, 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 we'll roll with it. See what happens. All right. All right. Andy Lewis says, and y'all thought Mylon's castle was bad. I did. Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Witt said, post this on Google Plus so us elite users can comment on it. Oh, All nice. right. Will do. Liam Piper, which I think this is Liam Piper's first comment. I don't remember reading anything from Liam Piper before. Maybe. So if it's not your first, I apologize, Liam. Uh, so played this game for the first time, and I was quite surprised by how solid of a game it is. Apart from the McDonald's characters and the collectibles being M's, the fact that the game does not force the McDonald's license down your throat is a huge plus. I like the controls, even though they were sometimes a bit slippery. The music in this game is really Sorry. solid, and I do <laughs> like the game. Definitely will be playing more of this because it is a solid game. Uh, Cecil Dredge says, I don't remember playing this game as a kid, but I've tried out the demo version, and it's not half bad. I will be keeping an eye out for this one to add to my collection. Aaron Hickman says, I think it's a pre- pretty solid, actually. Uh, not as good as Global Gladiators, but what is? All right. I, uh, Peter Martin says, I've never heard of this game. I don't think the cover art looks familiar. Leave it to the dudes to dig up some rarities. Is this some sort of Burger Time ripoff? Look forward to the show, dudes. Um, and then you said it was a Patreon pick, so, you know. Greg Polander says, I never played it. That's rare for Greg to have never played it. I know, right? Yeah, I've heard it's a good game. Interested to hear what you dudes had to say about it. Smiley face. Paul Biscaglia uh, said, that's funny. I didn't really care for this game. As far as a platformer, it was solid, but the backtracking got so tedious and annoying. What sealed it for us is the Greg Tavares, the designer of the game, called it the spiritual successor of the Super Mario Brothers. It's not a bad game, but it's far from a good game. All right. Okay. All right. John. Huh? 
I was just agreeing with you. John Williams has never heard of this, but based on the comments, I'm going to give it a try. Peter Guzman said, I'm hungry. Like the wolf? Maybe. Paul Biscaglia says, may I suggest Burger King, LOL? Trevor Franklin says, I am contractually obligated to say I'm loving it. Oh, I can't also, believe we didn't use that. Yeah, good, good one, yeah. Trevor. Also, try McDonald's new Grand Mac, a third pound of all beef patties with fresh lettuce, special sauce all on our sesame seed buns. All right. All right. That's good. I got some feedback, too. Are you, no, I've got, I've got more. We're not oh, done. This is a popular game. I'm really kind there of was, shocked. There was 34 comments, and I'm actually... Whoa! I'm leaving out a lot of the replies. Okay. So... Douglas DeLecky Jr., no, just no. My line was way better than this. You might as well do uh, Hidlide or Taboo the Sixth Sense next. You guys will be ready for a good game after this one. I know I am. Huh? I know I am. Yeah. No offense to Tyler Jones says, I played it earlier for the first time. Not good. (laughs) (laughs) That was my initial thought, too. Chris Vanderhoff said, really, really good game. Very unexpected results from the license crap that was on the NES. Andrew Zeismer comes in and says, my God, this game is a travesty. Besides the soulless, lifeless children you play as, finding the cards to do a certain point, only to be brought to a dead halt because you have suddenly, because you have to suddenly find four hidden cards in previous levels to advance was utterly infuriating. Paul Biscuglia and I cursed this game wholeheartedly. LOL, the only good, cool thing about this was when we first loaded the game and the intro, se- intro sequence was playing. Ronald bends over to talk to the kids, and when he did, it animated the kid taking damage as he fell off the screen. And the whole game completely crashed. I was amazed. It was amazing. I uh, wish we had uh, gotten that on the capture. And then Robert Ferguson ends us out with just a suggestion. Perhaps the kids on the cover should stop eating at McDonald's. Good one. A lot of feedback, a lot of good stuff. And there were some yeah. there were some newcomers this time. I liked it. All right. Yeah, I love seeing newcomers. Yeah. It's one of my faves. All right, I got some Twitter feedback. All right. Let me hear some tweets. Let's do it. Uh, Paul and Andy at Power Trip Gaming. Go follow those guys, by the way. Uh, Justin, they were they both commented separately on Facebook, so I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds like they got some good. I hope they captured that Ronald McDonald, like destroying that little boy, on their yeah. video cards or whatever they use. All right, uh, Paul and Andy say creepy clown enlists young boys to obtain stolen magic bag, neglects to say magic bag will attempt to kill them upon confronting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike Hernan says, This has been the only game in my NES for like a month, thanks to my wife. Did she break his NES so that he couldn't get it back out? <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, Abstract Art says, Not a bad game, just a tad tedious. Okay, and we've got right. some Facebook page feedback. Uh, Bert, dude Bert says, wow, just wow. Never played it, never wanted to. Is it any good? Did I miss out on something here? Um, good question, Bert. I don't really know how to answer that. 
And you're going to have to figure that one on your own. Yeah. Um, it won't take you long to figure out whether you like it, though. Like, I'll tell you that. Uh, J.T. Harding says, That was a solid game back in the day. Always was a fan of it. Francisco Navarro says, Always brings me back to my childhood. Hope the dudes enjoy. I feel like we got a couple newcomers there, too, actually. Yeah, I think so. Cool. All right. Uh, and you know what? I looked on Google Plus because... Um, People said, find the cool people over here on Google+. Plus. We'll comment there. Mm-hmm. No comments. Not even not even Dude Ryan. Or Dude Ballard. What's up, Ryan? What's up, Dude Ballard? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's kind of worrying me. Yeah, I know. Although, I think we did entice some of the other dudes to go join him. Because you notice Josh Witt went over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude Vanderhoff went over there and has been commenting a little bit. So, I think... We're sending some friends your way, dude, Ballard. Don't give up. They're coming. They'll be there. They're going to help you out. That's all right. All right. I do have, we do have two new podcast reviews on iTunes, and I'm having trouble pulling them up. So let's just go through real quick. Final thoughts on the game. You first. While I pull this up. Uh, it's fun. I think it's a good game. It's not something that I would call an abomination, but uh, definitely... Uh, not probably probably not worth the, the money that they're wanting on um, on various outlets. So I would uh, suggest playing this game, demo it, whatever. But I just uh, uh, not a big fan. Yeah, I would say it's worth a look, if for no other reason than to see a decently made licensed game for a fast food restaurant. I know that's a mouthful, but I mean, it's not a great game. I didn't have a ton of fun playing it, but it wasn't terrible either, which is kind of unique for a video game made about McDonald's. Yeah. So I think it's it would be it's neat to at least check it out and see what you think. I don't think I agree with some of the dudes that were saying that it's like an underrated classic or it's so way underrated or it's you know I think it's I think it's a average game i don't even know if i would call it above average but it's neat to see a licensed mcdonald's game not be just absolute trash so that's right that's that's how i would say that all right i got them pulled up. all right what i've got them pulled up oh it's going to be interesting trying to read i'm going to i'm going to Work on my 2020 vision. See how well it works. There you go. Let's see. Let's get it. All right. Five stars. Dudes. This is from 37 Jumper. He says, It's a great podcast. I called in to comment on a game, and they actually played my call, my voicemail, even after I dissed the guys. Hmm. I'm trying to remember who called in and dissed us, other than the two stars. Did he call in? No, he didn't call in. He didn't call in. That was just an iTunes review. Yeah, he just left us two stars. And he never, he's probably never heard another episode. (laughs) Right. Even though we call him out all the time. Um, Cool. All right. I don't remember. Somebody called in and dissed us? Uh, It must have been a while back, maybe, because I don't remember anything recently. Well, thanks for the five star. Um, And call again. Diss us again. Because. Yeah. I don't even hey, remember. For some reason, I don't remember. And I would like a good dissing. I need a good dissing. All right, the next one is from 
Silas. Five stars. Great show. I'm going to have trouble reading this one. I'm going to attempt to make a little mic move here. And oh, I may, no. I may make a lot of noise. So bear with me. Hold on. I may just pull it out. I'm just going to pull it out like Mariah Carey when she's going into like one of her biggest solo vocals. Yeah. Here we go. She's just, really I'm, getting into it. Yeah. I'm really pretending like I'm, I'm her just really getting into it. I'm just going to pull it off the stand here. Taking it with me. If you were watching this on video, you would think this is hilarious. Not really, though. Yeah. I'm not really doing much of anything. Okay. This is my first time writing a review, but wanted to give the two dudes some love. I started with the Intellivisionaries, also a good podcast, I think, on the Retro Junkies Network. Um, he didn't say that. I said that. My first console. Then the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, also an excellent show on the Retro Junkies Network. Uh, Ferg does that one. Again, I... Here, hey, I got a quick quick shout out to Ferg and um, my respects for what he does. Because, you know, I've been mm-hmm. doing these Nintendo Switch Up episodes where it's just me talking by myself. Mm-hmm. And I think the longest one I've done is like 10 minutes. And I, I feel like I was struggling the whole time. He does these <laughs> entire show, hour-long shows all by himself. So props to Ferg. Uh, all right. Anyways, uh, his next show was the Atari 2600 game by game podcast and now I have found the dudes I was hooked from the minute I heard Mario make his appearance the NES was my second console and the memories Justin share really bring me back I found the pod just you apparently (laughs) (laughs) all right Justin that's good now you have a now you have an entire section of the show that's actually designed for memories (laughs) Yeah, but he likes yours. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um, the memories Justin share really bring me back. I found the podcast a few months ago, and I started from episode one, and I'm up to the Super Dodgeball episode. I've been playing along with most of the games, and I really enjoy the sense of humor both these guys bring. Mike and Justin have a great friendship, and it makes me want to play more games. What? Nope. Makes me want to do what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> get together with my buddy and play NES games. Great. Okay. Great, <laughs> Great job. So you want to do what? <laughs> <laughs> well, iTunes, uh, they stopped it and said, just click oh. the more button. So I, that's why I said play more games, because it just said more. Makes me want to more. Well, that was a good That was a good review. Thank you for that. That was a good review. And now, um, side note, behind, a little behind the scenes, because I took that mic over there, our backup Audacity file, which is into this other mic, is not going to have that segment. Sweet. Nice. Right. So this 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 has to work. We're relying on this now. <laughs> all right. That's it, though. That's all I got. I think that's all. All right. Well, you know, you can find us. Facebook, Twitter, all these things we've been talking about. Google+. TwoDudesInTheNest.com. NESDudes.com. And Nintendo's.com, or you can always call us, leave us a voicemail. We'll read it in probably 20 episodes from now, or we'll <laughs> play it about 20 episodes from now. But it'll be there someday. And that number is 7757Retro1. Uh, you can figure out those alphanumerics, or my favorite method is to go on our website, nesdudes.com, and just click the little, because I'm, I'm assuming everybody in the world uses their phone now. If you still use your computer, I'd. I don't know what to tell you, 
But if you go on our website and you click on the little phone button, mm-hmm. your phone will actually ask you if you want to call us. And, and, I just noticed this when I was pulling up the feedback. If you go to just their Facebook group, you can click call now. Really? And call us from the Facebook. Hmm. Not the, not the, the group or the uh, page? Oh, I think it's the page, but, uh, oh, yeah. that's cool. I, I guess I set that up, too. I don't remember doing that, but. It might just call some random person. Maybe. <laughs> Calls Carl. <laughs> I should do that. No, I, I wouldn't do that to Carl. He might be in the middle of something. You never know. Pulling a Carl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, here we go. Big test. This Here comes the music for the next game. Is it going to work? See you, everybody.